in the Bible, God created man and woman, and that was it. Yeah. Well, other than animals, but what I'm saying in the human side, God created man and woman. There is, and when you're born biologically, that's what you are. You can't, you can't change that. Around the world, as promised, a remnant remains who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Remnant Podcast. Okay. All right, man. So we're back again with Logos Life. I think this is going to be episode five, but we got something different today. Got a yep. special guest. Yeah, we got a special guest. Any of you that have watched our uh, podcast recognizes Miss Katrina here. Um, <laughs> the three of us are the co-hosts of Remnant Podcast. Yes. <coughs> Excuse the coughing. Me and Steven will be doing a lot of that. Yeah, allergy it is season, allergy man. season in Alabama, and it is terrible. Yeah. And we got Katrina in here today because we wanted to get a woman's perspective on some of the things that's going to come up. Yep. And not just a woman's perspective, but she was also into sports, and we won't get with any specifics on that. But my wife was a athlete, and she probably don't want me to put the word was. She wants me to say is an athlete, but it was definitely a was. Genetically speaking, elite power. Yeah, that's what your genes say. Twenty-three and me said that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never live that down either. (laughs) All right. So our subject today is going to be a controversial one. Um, It's transgenders in sports. Um, A lot of this is going to be touching on more of uh, college, elite sports. But in these articles, you'll see where they're actually trying to um, change that where they can't even get that far. They can't even get to the college level. And uh, just recently, well, we'll get into it. So since the beginning of time, competition sports has been by genders, and it's Mm -hmm. been by genders for a reason. Males are built differently than females. Mm We're stronger in a lot of aspects. We've got uh, uh, higher endurance. And uh, there's this thing that we have called testosterone, and that helps. Mm -hmm. They're trying to say it doesn't, but it does. So I want to start out by saying in this episode, I am not going to refer to these people as what they want to be referred as. I am going to refer to them as... What they biologically are. They are biologically born. Right. Because if you are just because you're subpar or average in your sport, you should not be able to call yourself a female to advance your Mm. in. In your career or your sport or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it makes me honestly think of you shouldn't be able to be a college-age player and be on the junior varsity team either. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, you you can't do that. They're mm. not going to let you play on the junior varsity team if you're 19 years old. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's a lot of the things that say here. Neil, if you were a, a player of any sex playing, if you were doping – to get to your advantage, they are going to strip your title 
and possibly even remove you from the sport. Yeah. So, to me, I don't see a, a difference in what why is why is one okay and not the other? Well, the thing is, like, I mean, and I know you got some articles to read there, but what you have to really establish is this: that being a male in a female's competition is actually an advantage to you because yes. that's what they're trying to say is no we're equal across the board but equal doesn't mean synonymous equal doesn't mean same equal i mean a pound of lead and a pound of chocolate is both a pound and so in that sense they're equal and they're probably you could even say equal in value yeah but you can do to- two totally different things with them and there's no doubt about it that i don't care how a person identifies how you identify has absolutely zero bearing on truth. Zero. That men are created stronger, faster. That's just all there is to it. Back in so the, it's just foolish. Yeah, and that's why I said back in the in the beginning of time, maybe not back that far, but in the days of the of Romans, they weren't competing men against women. They were competing man against men or even man against animal in some senses. So that's it's cheating in my eyes it's cheating you get why should you what gives you the right because you'll see when i go through some of these articles that there is well leah thomas and i think it was william before he was before he changed what he wanted to be um, or tried to change who he was, however you want to say it. Anyways, how can you... He was, like, at the bottom of the list in the male category of swimming until he got in the women's. Now he's, like, top five in the country. Mm-hmm. I can't even take this stuff seriously myself, man. I mean, I mean I, you know, I won't, well, I'll hear the articles out and all that kind of stuff, but to me, well, it's just a principal issue. Exactly. It's just going to be broken in every single article. And that's what I... That's what... One of the things I was, you know, in in the Bible, God created man and woman, and that was it. Yeah. Well, other than animals, but what I'm saying in the human side, God created man and woman. There is, and when you're born biologically, that's what you are. You can't you can't change that. You can't change what you are. No, you can't. You can't change your your biology. I mean, you can even take hormone pills. And you can have surgery. Yeah. But you still have either a X chromosome or a Y chromosome. Well, and you can't change that. They won't you change your that. birth certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's, I mean, that, uh, to me, this is just ridiculous. What do you think, Katrina? Chime in here. Get a word in. Where do you even start with some of this stuff? I know it's. You know, <laughs> it's. Uh, it makes me think of. I'm sure you've seen some of the videos where the guy goes around asking people to say, what is a woman? You know, yes. and how very difficult it is for people to stay in line with what they claim to stand on as far as their beliefs and principles. It's very difficult for them to do that and also make sense, you yeah. know, and so they struggle with being able to define what is a woman or what is a man. And um, what I, one thing that I remember pointing out when we talked about this Leah guy is, um, why did he have to grow his hair out just to compete with the 
women mm-hmm. because that is an aspect that looks feminine. Long hair is a feminine aspect. Um, why did he, you know, which I know all swimmers shave their legs, but uh, stuff with like makeup or certain types of clothing, you know, the men who try and identify as women, they, they don't, they don't just wake up and throw on their jeans and, you know, a, a baseball cap and throw it backwards and keep their hair shaved <laughs> and say, no, I'm just, I, I identify as a woman. They change their appearance because there are things that are womanly and there are things that are feminine. And they even know that with what they do to present themselves as trans, whatever, woman, however you say that. Uh, and so even the way they live is contradictory to the things that they'll say there is such a thing as let me just say in their in their defense they would listen to this and say no no that's what we would expect because he's saying he is a woman that's what they would he's he's acting like a woman because he is a woman that's what they would say yes i'm just i'm I'm pointing out that there are things that are uh, there are clear distinctives women. with femininity and yes. masculinity. They're different. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's all I'm saying yeah. is that, um, you know, because if you carry out the argument to, you, you know, how they try and take away from being able to define what a woman is, they would say, you know, no, you know, it's not feminine necessarily to have long hair or it's not feminine to wear a dress or it's not feminine to, you know, the jewelry and the makeup and stuff like that. But actually... The proof is in the pudding even in their own camp, you know, because the people who try to become more a man going to look Mm -hmm. like a woman, you know, he takes on those attributes and those characteristics. But I know that's kind of beside the point. I just, that's something that I always think of when I see this group of people talking about how there is no feminine thing and there is no masculine thing. And yet the way they live and the way they carry themselves is totally contradictory to that. I I get what you're saying. And that's, that would be like with the gender neutral crowd, Mm -hmm. but with the transgender crowd, they're still saying, Oh no, there's men and women and he's a woman. So I know, wait, he's he's not a woman. (laughs) Well, it's very difficult to take this seriously. It was, and see, that's the thing is there's a lot of people arguing against this. I know we all know this is wrong. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about that. But they're saying they're wanting to introduce another category for them. And I think other than oh, not do it at me? all, they're because but they're arguing, well that's still not fair. Well it's they're saying it's still not fair because now they're gonna have to compete against their own sex still. <laughs> so wow. wait a minute. So there's are the way let's see how this is gonna go. So they are they saying that there will just be a New category of sports for the transgenders. That's both male and female. That's what is in the in top. Now I got a question: in the transgender sports, is it going to be co-ed, or is it going to be how you identify? You see what I'm saying? Is it going to be Usain Bolt against some woman that identifies as a man? Yeah, see, I'm getting that because that won't last. I mean, I hope they'll do that. You know why? Because that'll be an experiment that fails in three months. (laughs) And you know, it also I know that. This is a little bit of a reach from this subject, but you know, there's also people that identify as animals. And so, you know, they have dog competitions. (laughs) And I just wonder, can I identify as a dog and win the AKC? You know what's crazy, though? When they hear you say that, they'd be like, oh, well, that's taking it too far. But But wait a minute. Yeah. But wait a minute. How can you, upon what grounds can you tell me I've took that too far? Yeah. I want to identify this $1 bill as a $100 bill. (laughs) 
Boy, I'd be, I'd be sitting good then. <laughs> yeah. right. When opinion becomes reality, we're all in a mess. Yeah. yeah, and that's exactly what's happened. But tell, tell me about this article then. Okay, that's so that's piqued my interest. There's, there's, there's a f- I've got three or four articles on here, so I'm going to start with this one because, and I probably should have started with another one, but we'll just go this way. Okay, it says doctors verify scientific evidence proves. Trans swimmer Leah Thomas unfair advantage over females. Yeah. Now they're arguing that there is there's not been any actual studies like deep studies experiments yet on this, but they're arguing. Oh well, it more than likely it'll st- it won't come out any different. You know that's what they're trying. That's what they're trying to do is say that. But two doctors, two medical doctors, have gone on record confirming that trans swimmer Leah Tom Tom. Thomas, <laughs> who previously competed for three years as a male at the University of Pennsylvania, gained an unfair advantage when allowed to compete against biological females despite taking testosterone suppressants. So, that's because the testosterone <coughs> doesn't affect how your, your body is still built. Well, right, still, that's what I was about to say. The first logical fallacy right there is that what makes a man a man is testosterone. Wrong. That's just one of the many things yes. that makes a man a man. One of the many things. So you can take a testosterone suppressant all you want to, but that doesn't. Yeah. That's only changing a tiny fraction of what you would naturally be. It doesn't change your bone structure. It doesn't change you know how your lungs developed up until you was 18 years old, your lung capacity, your heart strength, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the... Uh, NCAA, they're they're treating this testosterone like you would testing for drugs. They've got to test so often, and the testosterone's got to be below this level for this long to be able to compete in the next competition. So if you supposedly, if you're you know missing your suppressants, it and your testosterone goes up, you're not allowed to compete. That's what. That's what they're getting at. Man, I don't want to sidetrack you, but that also is an in, it's an undefensible position or an untenable position to hold for the NCAA or whatever. How can you have testosterone guidelines if you don't have genders? Oh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, how can you say... All of it's contradictory. When I go through all the... Well, when I go through all this, we're going to... It's it's full of contradictory. Okay, well, go, carry on. I don't want to sidetrack you. It's I all just, good. Yeah. So, there are social aspects to sport, but uh, physiology and biology undeterminate. Dr. Michael J. Joyner, a physician at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, uh, Minnesota, told the New York Times in a story published in a, in a story he published, testosterone is the 800-pound gorilla. I just want to say, no, truth is the 800-pound gorilla, and well, it's a lot bigger than 800 pounds. <laughs> but testosterone in their world, yes, if you're going to just look at everything as it's a matter of chemicals and all that, I get where he's saying. Yep. But really, I just wanted to point out, actually, no, the gorilla in the room is truth, and it's going to rip all of you apart. Yeah. By the time it's all said and done. A lot of this right here is basically what I've already said. So... uh. You cannot compete 
The NCA rules require at least one year of testosterone suppressant treatment in order to compete in women's events, which is ridiculous. I don't think it should be happening anyways, and I've already made that clear, but I'm going to say that a lot because it is ridiculous. Um, Thomas, who came out as transgender in 2019, has undergone two years of testosterone suppressant suppression and began swimming on the women's UPenn team at the start of his senior year. So, a lot of you that are familiar with this or if you're not, this transgender swimmer has where's the numbers at? So, he was like 550-something um, in the men's. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of his teammates have come out un- anonymously because mm-hmm. they don't want to wreck their own future in the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking out because, you know, they're going to be called transphobic and all that other stuff. So, But they have said that he was not worth a darn as a male swimmer Mm -hmm. and now he's top five in the female category what we're looking at here well first let me ask katrina something you don't play sports anymore but what like if you was if you had your daughter in sports and there's a transgender male on a girl's team would you leave her in sports or would you take her out absolutely not absolutely not you'd take her out Mm mm-hmm would you say anything? I mean, like, what would you say to the school, or what would you say to the coaches, or what would you say anything at all, or would you just take her out? Or, well, I mean, yeah, if given a platform, there's plenty to say. And what's amazing to me is there are a lot of people that are saying these things, even that aren't Christians or believers, you know, mm-hmm. because it's just so obvious. But yes, I mean, there are so many things that come up when you try and put boys and girls on the same team and i'm talking about even at the junior high level or high school level i mean you've got locker room issues you've got um you know there are things that brought up in the discussion between girls that you know you don't bring up when there's a boy around because girls are going through things at that stage of life you know and um there are during practice you know if you uh Okay, like when we would practice, sometimes they would bring in some of the guys on like the lower, like, you know, you got um, lower levels, second string, third string, that sort of thing. They would bring in some of the guys off the guys' third string to to practice against us for basketball. But even when they would do that, it would be three of the guys against us five, you know. And um, it was a challenge. I mean... It made us better, and I appreciate that they did that. And it would only happen every once in a while, you know. But, I mean, there is literally no way, there is no way to competitively guard another, a man as a woman. There's no way to guard him on the court. I mean, I'm not, I know people are going to say, well, there's a lot of really good basketball players, you know. But if we're going to do apples to apples here, you know, you take any standard college basketball player woman and the same age same college take a man off that team she's not going to guard him it's just not going to happen 
you know, competitively, consistently. Now, she'll have a good play here and there, you know, and all that stuff, but goodness gracious. And then you take into other accounts, you know, I mean, the, the unspoken rules of the game, you know, where, uh, you know, just the, they say basketball is a non-contact sport, but anybody who's ever played basketball knows that's just not true, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's what I mean. The unspoken stuff, when you get your aggression, you know, and you really set a pick or you, you know, defend somebody and you're pushing on them and stuff. If a man is doing that to his strength, his full capacity, you know, it's, you're going to have women with black eyes and on the ground constantly. I mean, there's just no way. It's, not, there's, it's just impossible to actually well, that's, carry to out. To me, that's the whole, that's the issue. Why is transgender such an issue, even for the non-Christian? Mm-hmm. Because it attacks all points of the fundamentals of humanity. It yeah. attacks humanity itself. Like, even think about sports. There's an unspoken law in sports that the sport is supposed to be organized according to fairness. That's why we have yep. two A schools, three right. A schools, mm-hmm. four A schools, five A schools, six A schools. That's why we have that. That's why we have junior varsity, varsity college. That's why we have age restrictions. And then in boxing, that's why we have featherweight, lightweight. We categorize them by weight because it's not fair to put a 250 pound man in the ring with a 120 pound dude no. it's not fair mm-hmm. and so fairness i'll tell you this much sport true sport is built on the principle of fairness if there's no fairness it's not considered sport anymore mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not sport anymore it's like no it's just a demolition it's mm-hmm. not it's not yeah. even entertaining it's not it doesn't you know sport is supposed to i love sports it's supposed to push the man to be the best that he can be within this category but i'm saying they by doing this transgender thing it's an attack though on the full scope of humanity it's an attack on gender really it's an attack on feminine uh, feminism really i mean really it It is is. at the end it's attack on it's an attack on fairness it's an attack on truth it's an attack on the laws of logic it's an attack on so many different things and that's why the transgender issue is so controversial because it hits on so many points that's actually obvious to the thinking human being yeah it's just obvious i'm going to touch on another aspect you've played sports did you played sports too didn't you at all no okay well when i played sports you know after the before the game after the game you're all in the locker room Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care if that person is claiming that they're a woman. I don't want them in the locker room while my daughter is undressing. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said I wasn't allowed to play high school sports, but after I graduated, I did play uh, organized basketball. Yeah. Um, for, like, rec league teams and stuff like that. But I was always into sports, and so right. it was because of my parents' religion. They didn't let me play in high school. But, but that's a lot of it. I mean, it's not just – it. It covers a, a a broad, you know, like she said, uh, the the man, a male in basketball, has a, his body, his strength as the defense to mm-hmm. block. Mm-hmm. Then there's the fact of the like like I just said the undressing, and then there's where I mean where do they draw the line? If you accept this transgender stuff, you have you can't draw a line anymore. You gave up your pencil. No, you that's, can't. You can't draw. There is no way to draw a line after that. There is no way. Right. I honestly would even think 
the homo crowd should be against the transgender crowd because the transgender crowd is even going to undermine this whatever this these homo people think they're standing on some foundation they're actually going to lose it also to the transgender crowd because once you once you accept this transgender stuff it's everything is out the window from there on man i mean really it's yeah you can't i I could go on and on and on well we covered it in romans it's unnatural and they will suffer the wrath of god eventually yes and another thing that just is i mean nobody even needs proof that men compete on a different level than women compete i mean everybody knows that it's understood well yeah we got clocks we can clock the mile (laughs) exactly yeah you know fastest mile ever well, that's what I was going to – that's the next thing I was going to cover right here. He is beating his female contestants by a whole second. Yeah. When you're swimming, a whole second is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're talking – them people are touching the wall like – Oh, yeah, Olympiads. Usually yeah. top eight people are all within like a tenth of a second. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's beating his but contestants a whole second. I was just going to say where – you know, another way just to show some evidence here is – when sports is more about money than anything else, when money is on the line here, uh, and the coaches are only going to take in the top quality and the top, you know, for their best opportunity to win a championship or something like talking about like NFL or oh, NBA, yeah, money's you on don't the line, see you them yeah. recruiting women nope. because it's a different level of competition. They're not going to, you know, if you need a really good quarterback. You're not going to be hunting a, fe- a woman, no, a female. No, because you don't even care about making those. Like an NFL team will never have a female quarterback to right. be supportive of the transgender crowd. <laughs> nope. Right. Because I tell you what, they support way more. The dollar. The, the dollar. <laughs> yep. And the truth is they're not going to throw away billions or millions of dollars mm-hmm. just to be supportive. No, the exactly. truth comes out when you get down to brass tacks. Yes. The IRS. You know, the division of the government called the IRS. They're not going to sit here and be like, well, you know, if you feel like you only owe 7000 that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not going to do that. Right. Uh, well, And I'll tell you what else they're not going to do. Because there may be certain tax breaks for single mothers or something like that. But if you're a dude with two kids, you're not going to be like, well, I get the single mother tax break, don't I? <laughs> nope. You yes, know what I'm saying? I know. You cannot carry out that's this ideology. If, if, if we accept this transgender stuff... That's true. We've lost all truth. We've lost it all. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah. He was about to say something. No, I, was, I already had mentioned it, but I'm going to read it. Okay, so several of Thomas's teammates have spoke out against the transgender swimmer swimmer's participation on the team, but they spoke anonymously for fear of being sidelined by UPenn for being or labeled as transphobic. In their letter to the school, they said they believe their teammate should be sidelined. They also raised the question of fairness and said Thomas was taking competitive opportunities away from them, namely sports in the Ivy League championship meet where schools can only send about half of their roster to compete. So that's taking opportunities. And I I have not covered this yet, and it's further down here, but I guess now is a good time to bring it up. High school age, you are out there to compete for a scholarship. That's your ticket to college. That's a lot of a lot of That's male, anything female, school, yeah. anything. That is their ticket to college. They they work and train every day. They abuse their bodies to get to the point where they're the best so they can get the scholarship. Well, if you are having a transgender in there 
competing for the same scholarship, and anyone who's competed for a scholarship know they're 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 not for everybody. They're not. There's very few of them. I mean, when I say few, there is a quite a bit, but compared to how many athletes you got competing for the scholarship, there's not. Mm-hmm. So that's taking opportunity away from, and swimming may be just the way, or I'm just using swimming as an example because this is what we're talking about at this current time. But maybe they want to be a doctor, and they're going to school to be a doctor, and swimming is what's getting their becoming the best swimmer in high school and being sought after and you get to pick the school you want to go to hey that school has a great doctor's program and you take that scholarship well, that's opportunity's gone if you're allowing transgenders to compete in high school mm-hmm. the thing that keeps coming to my mind man is NCAA or whoever it is that's coming up with this stuff, it's like I almost think they're missing the whole point here because you're right. It's There is a limitation on how many scholarships are given out and how many people are actually competing for those scholarships and all that kind of stuff. But to me, that's like a distraction from the truth. Yeah, It's like, no, 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 no. no. Let's just, we're not even going to get caught up. In other words, they're trying to defend – eliminating transgender stuff from co-ed sports and creating this whole field for transgender competitors but they're doing it based on well because of the scholarship stuff in other words they're trying to still accept transgender truth yeah and say okay well because they really are transgender but yet that gives them an advantage here we need to create this field of them we need to structure our new scholarship program according to this kind of stuff and yet keep it fair for the all-girl team keep it fair for the all-boy team keep it fair for the transgender team and what i'm saying is all of that is just a distraction there's no such thing as transgender no (laughs) see that's boy there's girl that's it going through all this we could have made this probably the shortest episode ever we don't believe in this so it doesn't exist but what i'm saying is this is an actual I'm seeing them not just step aside and let it go. There's a lot of people out there fighting this. Not in just swimming, in, in all sports. But it sounds it sounds to me like you're actually saying they're fighting, like the NCAA is kind of fighting to yeah. restore right sportsmanship, to keep transgenders out. Is that what you're saying? Well, not, well the NCAA does not know how to, re, how to react to this yet. They don't. They're. I I don't want to say they don't know how to react. It all comes down to political. Because they've already accepted too much of it. Because, well, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All this other stuff is a distraction. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying, Katrina? Mm-hmm, very much, yes. Setting certain rules and all that is like, we're going to accept a certain amount of y'all's truth. We're going to accept a certain amount of this reality of transgender, and so we'll have these rules. I'm, I'm saying, no, you're, you're actually, in the end, I think they're they're messing that up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just glad that I didn't have to deal with none of this when I played sports in high school. Yeah, well, I don't think we would have. You know what I'm saying? A generation that you and I were in high school, that, right? That we wouldn't have dealt with it. It would. It was. That's why it wasn't. There. No, there was a girl that wanted to be on our football team when I played high school football. But sorry. Yeah. Well, sorry. you know what? I would actually be more fine with let the girl play as a girl. Right, but, but you know, be a girl. 
I still wouldn't actually let her play football because I, uh, you know, football she is a very. High I'm saying like if sport. there was a girl that let's say there's some girls that's really good at volleyball, really yeah. good. And if there's a girl that's like super good at volleyball and in her school she goes to, she's actually better than half the guys on the team. I wouldn't be against letting her play. Because she honestly is better. But just play as a girl. Don't come in here and dress up as a dude. No. And we're not going to accept this transgender stuff. You see what I'm saying? Right. No. Yeah. I think that makes it very difficult, though. In my mind, I'm imagining to be the guy playing against the girl, even in volleyball. Like, you know, there was that story recently where there was a guy on a high school team, and he spiked the ball. They were having some competition. He (coughs) spiked the ball, and it hit the girl on the other team and broke her nose, and she fell out on the floor. You know, and so I do think, yeah, of course. I mean, I've played pickup ball with guys and girls, you know, all that sort of stuff my whole life. But I just imagine in a actually like a competitive setting where you're trying to win a win a championship of some sort. Um, I imagine it'd be very difficult to be a guy competing to your maximum against a girl, even in something like volleyball, because I mean, yeah, if, you, if there's any contact. <laughs> On yeah. At all, yes, you're right. Yeah, you know, like, like I would I golf, play a girl in you know? chess and give it everything I got? I would. <laughs> right. But would I play a yeah or golf? I would. Yeah. Right. But if it's volleyball, would I spike it on a girl as hard as I could? No. I don't think you would. No, I know. You know, and most guys, I don't think really would. I know I wouldn't. I've played volleyball with you. I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I wouldn't. So you're right about that from the other team's perspective. Right. All I was really trying to say is it's not about it's not an anti-girl thing at all. Right. It's not an anti-guy thing at all. It's like just you know even if there were some areas, okay, like cricket or you know mm-hmm. what's the ice thing the Canadians do, uh, you know, the curling or whatever. Yeah, curling. If there's a sport that's like a no contact sport. Uh Right. I wouldn't have a problem with no. women who are g- good. Yeah, because it's fair to you them know. and but the, I'm just saying, and the like, other you know, side. Just let them know. do it as women, though. We yeah. don't have to. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. But actually, guess what? They do. I was going to say. Curling is co-ed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cricket is co-ed. Those sports that don't involve contact they, like that, they are co-ed, yeah. most of them. There's no risk for anybody. Because right. our, the people that have come up under us, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants, so to speak. We've got history to stand on. They they knew what was right. They they they, they accepted absolute truth and morality. What and is that Bible verse? Is? This is I always <laughs> think of this Bible verse whenever this issue comes up or things like it. But uh where professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Yeah, we, didn't, yeah, we, we just covered, covered that, that in Romans. You. Yeah, that's in <laughs> yes. Romans chapter 1. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, I mean, that describes so much of our society yeah, today. Yeah, they became fools for sure. Well, he, I, I want to, I don't want to, he did so much work to get this set up. No, you're, yeah, ain't no, but I, I want, you know, yeah. I don't want to mess you up on it for sure, but anyway. It's, no, it, I mean, that's why, I mean, I want your guys' because I just said to you, hey, how about this be our next topic? And you're like, hey, that's in the, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a hot topic right now. Yeah. yeah, let's cover this. So I covered it, but I don't ask you guys throughout the week your opinions because I that's why I wanted, about it, here. I wanted it at yeah. this table. Yeah, um, we haven't talked about it at all. And it's just it's it's difficult for me personally to talk about one aspect of it in a serious way cuz it's like I can't even actually like I can't envision a scenario in which I would ever support transgender stuff in sports ever Mm -hmm. no matter what they try and do to suppress the testosterone for at least a year and he we made him do this and he couldn't wear his nikes or what i don't care still i don't care 
it's a principal thing you're breaking you know what i mean but we've talked about this it it all has an agenda behind it oh absolutely it i mean it it does i mean we we've already said it this stuff didn't even exist when we were there and and i think you said earlier today that our gener uh, stuff's changed in our generation more than any more other generation and faster than it did in any other generation. No doubt about it. I could prove it scientifically. I think I could prove it mathematically. I mean, there's no doubt. I try to forget a lot of my high school years, <laughs> but when I think back, this stuff—if you dressed like a girl and you were a boy, you got made fun of. Yeah. If you wore tight jeans, you got made fun of. Oh well, yeah. Uh, it's and it wasn't just here. It was all. It was worldwide. Yeah. And now, what I'm saying is, this wasn't just American culture. Now, this transgender stuff is happening worldwide. And I tell you what, you can't show me a transgender movement in all of written human history. You can't show me one. You can show nope. some times where, well, the reason that Bible verse is there: men with men, women with women, working that which mm-hmm. is unfit or whatever, and God. Dest- you know, for this cause, destruction comes. You can show sometimes in history where men have drifted into that kind of stuff, but you can't ever show me no transgender stuff. It's unprecedented. It's not just that, but I mean, technologically, we're seeing different things. Spiritually, we're seeing different things. You know, we live in a in a we live in the age of relativism. People believing whatever they want to believe, and they say, "Well, whatever I believe is true. It's my truth." That kind of stuff. That's what we live in, and it, it's a. It leaves the person, the people like us that stand on the word of God, like, what do I even say to this? Like, how, how do I even begin to deal yeah, with this? I, and there's no way that the people who are in, involved in this stuff, there's no way that they are convinced of themselves that what they stand on is true. I mm-hmm. mean, there's no way that a guy that wore a dress today lays down at night when nobody else is around listening and is convinced that he is a woman. Yeah, and here's what would be an interesting question. Mr. Transgender Dude, do you think another boy should be allowed to swim with the girls that's not transgender, but biologically y'all are the same? He would be like, no, that'd be cheating. (laughs) Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Just because he don't identify as a girl, if he wants to swim with the girls, just like you swim with the girls, shouldn't he be with that? You see what I'm saying? Here's the reason I bring that up. Because Romans chapter 2, that's what we're talking about today. Their thoughts accusing or excusing one another showing the work of the law in their heart he would be like no boys shouldn't be allowed to swim with girls what <laughs> wait what? wait a minute <laughs> yeah uh, this whole transgender idea started as entertainment i mean that's yeah. where i'm looking at it started when you had those cross-dressing shows back in oh i know uh rupaul yeah okay i was like i don't i i, I knew that there was a name but i'd I never followed that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even no, I didn't either. I've never even, watched a single episode even of any before of that. I, was, I just remember that that was I would her call name. myself Kidding. saved when when I was still living in the world. That stuff doesn't interest me. It doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. We talked about that today, too, in Romans. You know in your heart when something is wrong. Mm-hmm. I knew that was I didn't. I have no interest in watching guys dressed in dresses jump around on a stage. Yeah. No interest. It's an abomination to man. It really is. Even in the eyes of man, I'm saying. like it, Yeah. It really does. It's not just because of how I was raised, man. It's not. You know, you can go to, you can go anywhere in the world nearly, and they're all going to say, no, men acting like women, dressing like women, it's disgusting to their soul. You know, it's just the truth. Right. And the people that don't see it, well, they don't see it because they're reprobate. They're blinded or whatever, but. 
Go ahead. <coughs> but, you know, mm. so Thomas, that's what I'm going to call him from now on. Thomas went on uh, ABC News, probably one of the morning shows, and they he had a response to the letter that his teammates had sent. And he said, you can't go halfway and be like, I support trans women and trans people, but only to be a certain only to a certain point thomas said where if you support trans women as women they're met all the ncaa requirements then i don't know if you can really say something like that well he's talking about because these people that are coming out and talking about this i don't necessarily think that they support this and they're not they're not supporting him as a as a woman but these organizations like the NCAA and and the uh, Olympic committee and all that they've said they've they're recognizing it now they have to let them participate in that what do you sport. say about that Katrina anything before i say something well what it makes me think of is i absolutely hate when people accuse you of being phobic when you are against some things based on principle. Like, I am not transphobic. Phobic means, like, afraid. Yeah. Fearful of. I'm not afraid of or fearful of transgender people. Uh, I am aware of what their impact on society is, and I'm aware of what they are doing to our children and i'm aware of the direction that the world is going and i'm against it but i'm not afraid of them and i'm not homophobic because i am opposed to homosexuality i hate how they they attach phobic and phobia to it just mm-hmm. when you are against something the principle of it you know you can yeah it's it really that, that what you're talking about is what's called a straw man argument they tear up this they, they build up this thing that they're accusing you that you're not actually even doing mm-hmm. and then they tear it down and say see we beat you and it's like no wait i'm not a phobic right so you can tear down this whole idea of phobia and accuse me and all that but that's not you're not even dealing with truth there either right. however i want to back up what he's saying i agree with him tommy boy over there yeah Summer i tommy mean boy. that's what i was gonna say i hate to say that i agree with him he's right though <laughs> but <laughs> he let it get i mean they let it get to that point and he's, they say right. yeah we accept he, what he you're doing is saying but, yeah. what i said in the beginning yep if you're going to take it, if you're going to accept any of it at all, now you have no justified reason. I said if you accept any transgender stuff at all, throw your pencil away because now you have no lines. That's, That's what he's saying. Yep. If you're going to accept it a little bit, you got to accept it all the way. Right. Yep. That's what he's saying. And he's yep. right. Yep. You either don't accept it at all or you accept all of it. <laughs> then he says trans women are not a threat to women's, sport, women's sports. Yes, they are. The oh, fact absolutely. that you have to put the word trans in front of it tells you they are. If he could just say women are not a danger to women's sports, then he'd be right. But he's saying right. trans women, which means not women. Exactly. <laughs> you but, know what I'm saying? I mean, he's obviously a threat. Now, there's others, not just um, swimming. There's the cycling. They actually had two professional women cyclists quit the their careers in that sport because they let two trans men race in their races, and she came in in between them. She was flanked by both of them. She was like second, 
One was first, one was third. And mm-hmm. I'm done. This is ridiculous. If they're going to let this go on. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can begin to bring this to a close, but in, I want to ask a question. The transgender people probably make up less than half of 1% of the population. Probably less than a tenth yep. of 1%. Why is the country afraid of them? Why is it that the superintendent at the college is afraid to stand up to a transgender kid and say, no, no, we don't have that junk here? Why? Uh, Politics, man. That's right. It all comes down to politics. That's what I was about to say. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness and powers, principalities, the rulers of the darkness of this world and all that kind of stuff. If the transgender, if the strength of the transgender movement don't jump out to you like what's really happening here mm-hmm. and if you don't identify that oh there's a strength behind their movement mm-hmm. that's not from their people it's coming from somewhere else where's it coming from the law is behind them yep the politics are behind them even though it's like it's illogical for a politician almost because politics typically wants to appeal to the biggest possible crowd But in this case, they're appealing to the smallest possible crowd, and they're doing it vehemently. They're making it a hate crime for what we're doing right now. Yeah. And so all I'm saying is, in my opinion, a blind person can see that there's a spiritual thing behind the transgender deal. A blind person could figure that out. Because they're such a tiny minority, and even the atheists disagree with them. The crowd, the trans crowd, is definitely a minority, huge minority. I mean, so small, like you said. But the principle is one of the grandest. It's one of the biggest. If you can eliminate truth, if you can eliminate something as <coughs> obvious as you were, you are a man <laughs> and you are a woman, if you can eliminate that from the minds of people and make everything relative, I think that's why they, hold, they are clinging to this so much. It's not really to cater to this small community of people. It's the bigger... Well, that's, you're just proving what I was saying, though. I said it's proof there's an agenda. That's what I'm yes. saying. It's proof there's a spiritual <coughs> thing, that it's not about transgenders. Right. This is about something way bigger than transgenders. It's mm-hmm. something else. It's it's actually about something else. And to me, I'm just saying the transgender issue proves it. That it's like they don't even really care about the transgender something. Right. There's something else going on. And it's really like yeah. Trina said, it's what the Bible says. That they would call bitter sweet and sweet bitter. And that they would call darkness light and light darkness. And the whole meaning of that verse is really that they would destroy the concept of truth. The mm-hmm. reality of truth. You know, even I put a survey on Facebook the other day. And I knew it was going to stir a little bit of controversy, but I wasn't trying to be controversial. But I asked, what is God's most important attribute, love, mercy, goodness, or truth? And the majority of the people said love. And I understand why they said that. But truth is actually the only real answer you can come to there. Because if it's not love and truth, if it's not true love and love and truth, then it's not love. If it's not true mercy, it's not mercy. If it's not true goodness, it's not goodness. And they'd quote scriptures about love, and I appreciate that. But they would never have quoted it if it was in the Quran. That's right. They only quoted it from the Bible because they believe the Bible is true. First and foremost, the truth is what matters. It's the found. I have said this before. I taught an apologetics class one time over a summer about three years ago 
which means defending the faith. That's what apologetics really means. It's a Greek word, comes out of the New Testament. <coughs> and I said, truth is the fundamental fabric of reality. Truth is the most important attribute of God. And you can get that out of the Bible. You can, you can see it, that all of his attributes are founded in his truth, that his word is founded on the fact that he's his truth, you know, all of it. And so everything you're going to get from the word has to be founded in the fact that it's true. And that he is a God of truth and all the things that it says. But truth is the fundamental fabric of reality. If you take truth away, then you do have your own reality, Alan. Yep. And I have my own reality. And in my reality, I'm sitting here doing a podcast with you. But if truth doesn't actually exist, well, in your reality, I may not be sitting here right now. <laughs> yeah. And who could say? Who could say? <coughs> if truth doesn't exist, well, my reality might be, well, God's most important thing is love. And yours might be mercy. And we'd both be right because truth doesn't exist. But because truth does exist, we know that truth is the most important thing. All right. So I got a question for okay. both of you. All right. Just like in any agenda, they push it and push it and push it. And when there's not enough people taking bites of it, I'll say, it goes away. Or it becomes a very small voice in the background. Do you think if this does not take off, is it going to go away? My answer is absolutely not. Because you, I was going to say this earlier, and I kind of drifted away from it. That's the thing that drives me insane about this stuff: is these five transgender people in America, or however many there is, <laughs> they won't stop until the acid that they're selling has destroyed everything. They won't stop. Okay, let me let me remind you something: the homo people. Yep. They didn't stop at just being accepted societally. They didn't stop at having marriage rights. Now it's to adopt children. They want it all. They want it all. And it was like you could give them. It's like literally give an inch, they'll take a mile kind of a thing. I'm saying if we actually rewound the clock and if we remember, there was a homo movement that swept this country starting 20 years ago. Yep. Okay, the transgender thing is what's sweeping now. But 20 years ago, it was homo stuff. Nobody even heard of transgender 20 years ago. I wouldn't have even known what the word meant. Nope. Okay, but 20 years ago, it was homosexual people fighting for the right to marry. But once they got that, was they done? Not even close to being done. No, they want they want. At the end of the day, what they want is for you to say there's no difference between you and me. Mm-hmm. They want complete and total. They want to the whole society to accept their way as just as normal as normal could be. There ain't nothing wrong with it. You're just you know you're just as qualified, just as this, just as that, as mm-hmm. everything. That's what they wanted. They yep. wouldn't stop till they got that. And honestly, they got that. They got that right now. In fact, they got the. They have preferential They're, they're preferential. Yeah, they're favorites. They yeah. get favoritism now. If the law does respect persons, it's the homo people. They get preferential treatment. And here's the thing, though. The transgender thing, that movement is going to take about 10 to 15 years to fully unfold, and it'll happen the same way for them. Okay, so here's this. In the, over the last two years, 18 states have passed laws preventing transgender athletes or biological boys and men from being 
on sport teams for females. Is that number going to go up, or is it going to start reversing and go down? It'll go up, and then it'll go down almost completely. Because at one time, 50 states, it was illegal to have homosexual marriage. 50 states. You think Alabama will stand firm on this one? I think Alabama will probably. In fact, what I was going to say is, in reality, what I think will end up happening is there will be – our country's fractured already. We're going to end up having regional distributions of certain things, regional mm-hmm. laws, perhaps even. You know, I don't know, but it's happening already. Yep. Um, but no, ultimately, either they'll have their way in all fifty states, or I'll tell you this much: our lives will forever be what they have been for the last three years. Continuous protests, continuous movements like BLM, continuous stuff like Antifa, continuous riots in the streets. Either they'll get it in all fifty states, or there will be no. There will never be peace of any sort. Not even for like a year or two. It won't happen. Mm-hmm. And so, either our country is going to have to decide to do what Russia did, or what some other countries did, and say no, all of that junk is illegal, punishable by prison time. And snuff it out or just accept it, one or the other. We can't stand, or as a nation, we can't stand in some middle ground. The middle ground will destroy us all. We yeah. can't say relative truth in some areas, absolute. There's, it just ain't going to work. You know, they say united we stand, <coughs> divided we fall, and we're in we're in a free That's fall. That's what I'm saying. We've either got to be united, than- that transgenders have the same rights, same treatment, same everything as all of us, or we have to be united that it's not even a real thing and we're foolish forever even entertaining the idea. But halfway in between, some states go on this route, some states go on that route. It ain't going to work, just like right now with abortion stuff. In 1975, abortion was illegal in 50 states. And then it became legal in like 30 states. And then it became legal in almost all the states. And now it's illegal, federally speaking. But every state gets to yep. choose. Mm-hmm. And what you're ending up seeing happening now is a bunch of interstate civil war type stuff brewing over this because people are going from one state to the other. Oh, because this state allows – it's a div- it's division. Mm-hmm. It's another level of American division that we haven't seen. It's unprecedented. Honestly, our country's on the le- on, on the precipice of like not just civil wars, but like culture wars, religious wars, ethnic wars, all kinds of wars. It won't be north versus south. South. It'll no. be Mm-mm. Elm Street versus Peachtree Street versus Apple Tree Street versus whatever street. It'll, it'll be that that yeah. level of division. Yeah, I've had that conversation before. Uh, if a, if an actual official civil war ever broke out here again, it's not going to be North versus South. It's it's it could go a couple different ways. Well, it's going to be it's going to be, be certain parties. Like that's exactly you may right. have a community that has divided into five factions because one's BLM, one's Antifa, one's you know conservative Republicans or whatever. Yep. One's what they would consider radical Christians. It's yeah, it couldn't be anything at all. But because we're technically in a civil war, if you think about it now. Yeah, I mean, we I mean, are we're in, not in we're not ideas. out there fighting on battlefields necessarily like they did in the Civil War, but uh, well. Modern day, the fight is on media, is on social media, or what you, you know. Yeah. Well, I agree. We've been going right at almost exactly an hour. Katrina, close us out with some deep thoughts by (laughs) Katrina Brown. 
He says that sarcastically. <laughs> no, I mean it. You've you've had to be silent for so long. So. No, no, I'm I'm actually shut interested. it down. Are you? Do you have something else you're wanting to say? I'm, you're eyeing something over there. I was. You can go ahead and and if well, what I'm going to say, I'll say this real quick before she closes out. The answer that they're coming up with, which is ridiculous, because of the way we believe. But they're wanting to, if you become trans after male puberty, you cannot compete in sports. <laughs> so before puberty, you can? Yes. But as a male, you're, it doesn't matter. You're going to go through puberty after that point anyways. So the reason they're making this rule is to keep these last-minute switcher people from being able to just do it to gain advantage. But what they're accepting much, yes. in the first place is already is the already thing junk. that's destroying them. Yes. Yes. That's back to what I was saying. It's stupid to me to accept any of it at all. Because that won't it won't stand. It will not stand. Like what I'm no. saying is to say, well, we're doing this. You know, we're making these rules for the scholarship issue, but we're not anti-transgender. We're making these rules that you can't switch in high school because you've already gone through puberty. But we're not anti-transgender. They're doing all this to save face politically, and what they're really doing is just literally digging a hole that they're going to fall in in ten years. In five years. None of this stuff we talked about is even going to matter anymore. It won't. It's, it's all going to change. It's going to change according to what... i tell you what it's going to change. It's going to be worse. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, they're saying right now the, the puberty thing and the uh, trying to come up with a different division for them and all that stuff, that will change. None of this stuff we're talking about is even going to stay the same. No, it's not. As far as their rules and regulations and all that, you're right. But what I'm saying is, 10, 15 years, if we're all still here doing this podcast, we won't even be talking about transgenders anymore. That'll just be like the homo thing is. Now, that's old news. That's old news. Yeah. It's going to be something something different. And I can't even imagine what we're going to be. I can tell you what it's going to be. I I mean, if I could bet the farm on it, I know what it's going to be. But I don't even want to talk about it right now. But it'll be worse than that. Mm -hmm. Nothing is going to be better we're in a downward spiral. When you we're tear not- down the identity, the created in God, Im, God's image, the sanctity of life, the sanctity of human life, the sanctity of genders, the sanctity of marriage, when you tear all that down, guess what else goes with it? The sanctity of children. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's gone. It's gone. And so the stuff that will happen in the future, because this is the nature of evil, Alan. It attacks everything that's beautiful and pure in this world. Mm-hmm. It'll attack marriage. It'll attack the true identity of humans kind that were created in God's image. And that, that that's a that's a holy thing. That's an amazing thing. And it, it's like it's like Satan trying to deface God by making humanity look like such fools. And but as it progresses, the one of the last things it'll ever be able to get to, but it will, is the purity of children. Mm-hmm. And once it hits that, it'll try and devour it like you ain't ever seen it. I mean, it's already happening. It's all been developing that way, you know, already for those that have eyes to see. But we'll save that yeah. for a different episode. I just feel bad because we've been talking for an hour, and your wife had to go out there and babysit the kids, basically, because, you know, uh, well, we needed her to. But I appreciate the work you've done on this, and we don't have to, you know, just we can talk about it again next week and bring Katrina in here. 
I just know that it's been about long enough. Well, yeah, and you know, a lot of this stuff, I'm as many articles as I had to read to do this, and it all basically is saying the same thing at this point in time. There's not enough. You've got an equal amount of opposition as you do support. And right now it's just, if you believe like we believe, then none of it even matters anyways. I'm... You've said that twice, but I just want to say something about that. I agree, and I disagree a little bit. I completely agree. But when you say, if you believe like we believe, all that that really means is if you believe that there's truth. You don't even have to be Christian. No. Just believe there's truth. That's it. Did you believe that there's absolute truth? If you believe there's absolute truth, you'll end up standing with me. There's no doubt in my mind. You don't even, even an Islamic person. You know what I'm saying? It's not even, you don't even have to be Christian to see what we're saying is what I'm saying. Yeah. In fact, when we bring the Christianity of our worldview into it, we get it goes way further than just accepting truth. Now we're accepting the fact that there's an evil agenda behind all this kind of stuff. But to believe like I believe on this, if you just at least accept truth, my friend, you'll see this the same way I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is just crazy that you'd ever even be in that position to to have to look at a person and say, do you believe in truth? It's like... <laughs> That doesn't even make sense that that question would ever even come out of someone's mouth, and yet it has to come out of our mouth. But go ahead. You was closing us down there. I agree with you, what you were saying. I just wanted to point out, you're not actually saying, if you're Christian like we're Christian, right? because you don't even have to be Christian to see Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's really how you, really what you believe, though. I mean, we believe what the Bible says is truth, but let's say the person out there doesn't believe what the Bible says is truth, but they know that this is wrong. Even overlook the aspect, I know this is a Christian podcast, overlook the aspect of the Bible. Sports has been about fairness. That's why they punish you for doping. Uh, we've already went over that. They, they punish you for everything that you do for fairness because if I'm going out there and I'm hitting home run every time I'm up, I'm gone to baseball. I'm covering a lot of sports today. Uh, if I go out there and I'm hitting a home run every single time, the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to pull me off that field, and I'm going to take a drug test. Yeah. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Well, are they doing that every time a, a, a trans person wins a championship? Okay. You know? Yeah. It, But see, regardless – it's not fair. I've I was very very good at track and field. That was my sport when I was in school. I went mm-hmm. to state championships. I went to national championships. I was a very good runner. You wouldn't know it by looking at me now. I'm fat, I'm out of shape, and I can't breathe. But back then, before I had asthma, don't get out of breath on me now. <laughs> I know. Before I had asthma, mm-hmm. I was a I was a a very good runner. I was top in my at mm-hmm. my school and in the state. I'm not going to mention what state because I don't <laughs> like telling people where I'm from. But in the state that I lived in, I was in the top ten runners in my age range. Mm-hmm. I worked extremely hard. If you've ever had to tie a parachute to you and run 400 yards against the wind, that is not easy. Yeah. Couldn't do it now. I wouldn't make it 10 yards. But back then, I trained. I was I worked very hard for my sport. Mm-hmm. That's what these people are doing. These swimmers, that Riley girl, I didn't say this, but she's been swimming since she was eight years old. She started swimming. 
Yeah. She started competing at 10 years old. She made it to college because she was a, I think it was a 10-time state champion swimmer in high school. She's worked her entire life in that sport. It is not fair for someone to call themselves another gender Mm -hmm. and start winning out. Yeah. In a sport that in in their gender in their age range, them they weren't worth a hill of beans. Mm-hmm. So if you just overlook the aspect of the of of the Bible, it's still it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Even eliminating the Bible, it's not fair, and that's that's what I was. That's actually what I meant. Is truth exists. Outside of the Word of God, I'm yep. not even saying you have to believe the Word of God is true. I'm just saying that you have to believe truth is true. That you, that's all you got to believe. And if you believe that, you cannot, you can't go along with this stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't do it because it's true that sports are supposed to be fair. That's true. If that's true, then it's unfair for him to do that. Done. You see, what I'm saying mm-hmm. once you accept truth as being an absolute thing, all the other th- arguments fall by the wayside. But yes, you're right. It's an injustice to her. The NCAA owes her an apology. Yeah. Uh- now, she may have it now, but the one interview I watched, she still hadn't even received her trophy yet for that race. Yeah, somebody that's worked her whole life like that, been swimming since they were eight, and they fell victim to some stupid transgender movement thing. All right, Katrina, close yep. this out. Uh, no, you guys did great. No, close this out. <laughs> Do you want me we're to We're going to be gender equal here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, you guys did great. That was wonderful. <laughs> I don't know what to say. All right, thank you. <laughs>